Hi, I'm Emily Salaby, founder of Juno Jones, the stylish safety boot company, and your host on the Hazard Girls podcast here on Jacket Media. I'm so honored to host this show where I get to chat with Hazard Girls about their careers. Hazard Girls is an online community for women working in traditionally male-dominated fields. On our show, you'll get to hear from these amazing women about the path that led them to their current careers, challenges they've overcome, advice for other women in entering these industries, and more. Kate Day is the co-founder and brand strategy maven of Dovetail Workwear, a company based out of Portland, Oregon, making all-season utility apparel for women. Kate attended the Chowansky Foundation Outdoor School in the state of Maine as a child, which planted the seed for her for environmental stewardship. She later returned there as a high schooler. Kate has also spent time as a farmer, arborist, construction worker, and eco-research assistant. She has always been interested in healthy communities and ecosystems and became a city planner, working on urban and landscape restoration projects across the U.S. and Europe. She was also a part of the international nonprofit Mercy Corps in Indonesia. She later returned to her home of Oregon to focus on motherhood and a landscape gardening business, but she just couldn't find a decent pair of work pants that fit her, and the rest is history. Kate, it's so great to have you on the Hazard Girls podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Emily. It's nice to be talking with you today. I have been a huge fan of Dovetail Workwear for a very long time. My first memory of Dovetail is that a friend of mine sent me a link to your Facebook page. Um, and it was like a picture of a woman under a sink and you could see her jeans. And it was just, it was very cool. I was totally smitten with it. Your entire company has just been a friend to us since the beginning. And I just, I love that we've been able to collaborate and work together over the past few years. Thank you. It's, um, I think that's one of the things that's so fun about being in this area of work, working for women on things that women need. And it's with women every day, right? Like it is a true sisterhood and a true community. And right back at you with Juno Jones, you're doing something. I mean, we hear so often, as I'm sure you hear, like it's both the workwear apparel side, the pants in particular, but equally shoes that it's that been this pink it and shrink it approach for so long, right? So the fact that Juno Jones is out there and Dovetail Workwear is out there and we're working in tandem and together, it's like, feels really good. I agree. Yeah, I, I know. Pink it and shrink it. That is the catchphrase that we like to use in our industry because what it means for our listeners is that a lot of the, I, I think especially the bigger companies, when they're making clothing or gear or apparel or shoes for women, instead of designing it for women's bodies, they'll take what they already have, turn it pink and shrink it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It it sums it up really well. And it's, it's, it's a real thing. Right. And I mean, most women who have gone looking for, you know, some of this more technical apparel, especially when the choices have been from bigger companies, like, that is what they experience. And it just doesn't cut it for lots of reasons. And I think that's why both of our companies exist is because, you know, women just have, you know, such different physical needs and, and shapes and they're out there doing, you know, physical work and they need, I mean, we just always say it all the time. 
you're, you know, in our case, apparel, your apparel should be like a tool that helps you, right? And it, it yeah. isn't slowing you down and it isn't hurting you or causing safety issues. You know, you've got the fit, you've got the strength built in and then you can go do your job and do it well and not be bothered by something that is, you know, on your body and slowing you down. So yeah, I think our, our missions and our philosophies around why we're doing what we're doing in both of our businesses are so aligned. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And not that there's anything wrong with pink. Some people love pink, but that doesn't solve the problem. My house is pink. I always laugh because <laughs> I hated pink as a girl. I wouldn't touch it. I think maybe because it was like assumed that you had to wear it. And I, yeah. I really didn't like it. And now literally like my bedroom is pink. My walls are pink. My stairs are pink. <laughs> so I have no problem with pink. It's just more that approach to the marketplace where it's been like, we're going to make it, you know, really over feminized and therefore it's for women, yeah. which isn't, doesn't, hasn't really held up. Right. It's And it's insulting. It's almost like well, that's, that, you know, that's the problem that you've been having. It's that it's the wrong color. So let's change that for you. Exactly. <laughs> like you don't really work right yeah like that's that's kind of some of the implications you know I mean and that's where you know getting into how we did start dovetail you know I would go out and and I've been wearing workwear most of my life like that nice profile that you started off with like growing up in Maine I was outdoors all the time and I was really interested in natural resource jobs and the environment and nature and did a lot of work you know with my body and outside. And so I've been wearing workwear, you know, for as long as I can remember. And so many times and and so many stories from other women, and I know it's true in probably the boot category as well, like just true shortcuts. Like I have had workwear where there was a seam that tried to make it look like there was a reinforced like thigh or double front, but there wasn't actually one. Oh, you're kidding. No, like, so like literally the message is like, you wouldn't work, would you? You wouldn't need something that held up. Like that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff just was just so rampant or, you know, like sticking your hands in fake pockets and um, fake pockets are my least favorite thing on earth. Yeah. I mean, women just have dealt with a lot of that. Right. And then, you know, you'd be in the workwear department and you'd look at the men's and it was rough and rugged and tough fabric, um, you know, that you needed to break in. So it got comfortable, but you could tell it was going to hold up. And then the women's often was just a much, much chintzier, cheaper version. So Mm -hmm. I think that's really where it all started. We kind of got fed up enough, we decided to do something about it. We had our landscaping business, Kyle and I, one of my other founders. And so it was just like a daily pain point. And we just were like, okay, we're going to we're going to do something about this. And that is, that is dovetail now. And that's why we exist. And we always say, you know, still every day, and I'm sure you encounter this too, Emily, like the infinite variety of physical jobs and physical work that women are doing is mm-hmm. amazing and, and so varied and workwear is really needed by women and for women. So. Oh, it's so true. in so many different areas. Yeah. But I want to hear, I want to go back a little bit. I want to hear, um, I know you, we know what dovetail workwear is. You're making it's by women for women. You're making this amazing uh, work apparel that's utilitarian, fits women, meets all these needs that were unmet. Um, and but what is what is your larger mission? I'd like to know. And also, can you tell us? You mentioned Kyle, who was your partner in another business that you were working on. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what you were two were working on together? Sure. I'll I'll, I'll answer that first because the the second question kind of then leads into the. The, the first question. Um, Kyle and I, um, 
met because our kids um, went to the same school and we were on the PTA together. And I have had a lot of different careers and done a lot of things. And it's been a very nonlinear path, but it's all kind of connected. Um, but I've always had a green thumb. And like I said, I've always really loved nature. And I lived abroad for a while um, with my husband. And then we moved back to Portland where we're, we're from the East Coast and moved here. And um, I was just so delighted by the the climate here in Portland, Oregon, the Pacific Northwest, because it's much more moderate. I grew up in Maine, where it's famous for its winters. And to like the first um, winter that I was ever here, saw crocuses coming up in February. And that just blew my mind. And just there's so much, you know, um, moisture and rain, and it doesn't usually freeze very often. So things just grow. So it was just such a joy. And I had young children and you know, I was really focused on them, but just about every spare minute that I didn't have some kind of responsibility, I was mucking around in my yard. And then um, our kids were all at school together. There's the three three female founders, myself, Kyle Marie, and Sarah. And our, our original touch point was our kids all go to the same school and we're all on the PTA together. I have to say, I'm loving this so much as a mom. <laughs> right. Total, total mom, mom life, right? Like you're doing all the things. And um, and yeah, Kyle and I didn't know each other at the time and we're sitting next to each other literally at like a, a dinner, a PTA dinner and had had a glass of wine and she, um, we struck up a conversation and realized in the first minute that we were both avid gardeners and just really into it. And she was kind of like, I've, I've really kind of run out of room to even put any plants in my yard. And I was like, oh my God, I can totally relate. And <laughs> like, and, and I'm, I'm starting to just help friends because I'm trying to not spend any more money, you know, at the nursery and I'm trying to keep myself distracted. And I was like, yeah, we pretty much on the spot were like, what if we started a landscape design business together? So then we just spent a little while like sort of dating each other. Like we checked out each other's yards and tried to get a sense <laughs> of our, our interests and if it could jive. And it totally just was like one of those amazing lucky things. And we started that business kind of on the spot and quickly grew this fun, thriving awesome design build um landscaping business together in portland and it just was the best and so we're really complementary um you know we are both really creative but we have really strong kind of business and you know entrepreneur quality mm -hmm. so it was just a wonderful way we spent a lot of time together and um did that and it was and it was wonderful and it grew and Sarah was a client of ours. She'd hired us and uh, we were, were working on, she had two different properties. And so we were with her a fair amount and she, you know, she's quite modest, but she's been in apparel for over, you know, 20 years and is a, a whiz kid at it and has amazing relationships and this deep knowledge and has kind of seen and done it all and worked for big companies and small companies. And I didn't even know any of that about her, but I heard her talk about she was doing some consulting for an apparel company. And I kind of overheard that. And I was like, Sarah, you know, we're so frustrated with our, our work pants and you, you have these skills Like, could you help us make a pair? Like we can't mm -hmm. find what we want. And she was like, you I just wanted some for yourself. 
Yeah, it was literally just for Kyle and I. Like, mm-hmm. and Kyle's super petite. And so she'd even just like go to, you know, the store and wind up buying things in the, in the boys department. And so it was just this, like, this is so frustrating. And Sarah's like, I can make you a pair of pants. And then it turned into this really wonderful passion project. We spent like a year and, you know, we all made like, what is the perfect pair of pants for us? Our, in our busy lives, like we wanted it to look good. We wanted it to be denim. We wanted it to have stretch. It is the Maven that is still in our line. And it's our original slim fit pant because as landscapers, we didn't want any extra fabric. We were wet and muddy half the time. Didn't want anything dragging and pulling down. We wanted to tuck into boots. We literally spent, specced out like what are the tools we use and where would we place the pockets and how deep would they be? And the butt needs to actually look good. And um, just really like did a little mini dissertation on this pair of pants and got it just right. And Sarah called up some factory and had three pairs made and it was awesome. And that was supposed to be that. But then, you know, we'd spent a long time on it. And then when we were wearing these three pairs of maven you know samples essentially um Mm -hmm. people would stop us all the time women would stop us all the time and be like what are you wearing where did you get those what brand is that and then they would tell their exact same story of their frustration and yes they were strangers and they were everything from commercial fisher they call themselves fishermen women female fishermen Mm -hmm. in alaska and women doing welding down on the docks in portland and ceramic artists and just all kinds of, you know, carpenters. And so then we were kind of like, and Sarah with her background in apparel was like, I could make 20 more pairs and we could see if what we just made for ourselves even works on anybody else. Like, does it work on people who are tall? Does it work on people who are curvy? Where do they put their tools? And so we kind of had this like organic focus group with these 20 women after they got their pants and they came to my garage and told us what they thought. And it was really profound. Like we really still reference that moment because many of them more or less like turned to us and said, I feel like this is the first time in my entire life and in my job that anyone ever thought about me before. It was. Oh yeah. And so that was the beginning of how it all got going. And we kept doing our our jobs and carrying on with our life, but we just kind of kept nibbling at it and it gained momentum. And then we did a little, our own version of a Kickstarter to see if we could raise enough money pre-sailing to get a first production run going. Was it a, was it like an I fund women? What, what did you No, we just did. We just did our own. I mean, super basic. Like we just thought of everyone we knew and, Mm -hmm. um, we got nervous about Kickstarter because that was kind of seemed like the best place to do it. But you wouldn't, if you didn't raise all of your money, you wouldn't get any money. So we felt really nervous about that. And so we just decided to just kind of go our own route and just raise the money directly through pre-sale with friends and family. And we, we were able to put in an order for a thousand pairs of pants and we set up a little website and that was about three and a half years ago. And it's just been a, a rocket ship ever since. Yeah, that's incredible. Three and a half years is nothing. I mean, when you think about and especially, I mean, part of that was in a pandemic. Is in a pandemic. Yeah, right. Good point. Published a lot. Yeah, and that's published a lot. And I think it's you know it it's such a missing piece of the market. And I think we do approach business quite differently in a lot of ways. It's really a community building and a mission based business like we're doing it because we're so passionate about it we want to do it really well we don't want we've all been 
in that place, whether it's in workwear or other kinds of apparel where you're just disappointed with what you're, what you're offered. And we were just like, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it to the best of our ability. And we don't want people to feel disappointment. We want them to feel empowered when they put our clothing on. And so we're going to, we're going to go for it. Um, and that's what we've been doing. And, you know, we're in constant conversation with our consumers and our community. Mm -hmm. And I think it's for the three of us, it's the best part of it. Like it's the best. I love it too. I know what you mean. Yeah. I mean, you're, we're, you know, like here we are two of us, like supporting each other and working together and looking for affinity and how we can improve. Like there's no, there's been no competition in it. There's been nothing, you know, bad about it. It's just, we're all kind of, we all know where we want to go together and strengthen community and numbers and, and we're doing it through apparel. So yeah, I've talked about this with other founders. It's, it's wonderful because the thing about women's you know, workwear, clothing, gear, shoes, we can't get enough of it. So (laughs) we're not, we're all working together toward a common. We totally are. I mean, it's just all ships rise, right? Like we're here to help each other, um, support each other. Like, you know, part of our mission is we say we want women to thrive. Like our mission actually is really general, but what we're doing rolls up into that. And it's, it's basically like we're focused on, we say, you know, we're encouraging women to enter and succeed in non-traditional occupations. So that gives it some, you know, guardrails. Like this isn't, mm-hmm. we're not making workwear for people in offices or white collar work or whatever. Um, but, you know, non-traditional occupations is such a wide expanse. And, and often, you know, that is work, especially where it's historically been considered men's work. And so mm-hmm. we want to help women be able to enter, say, you know, construction is a great example where it's still only about 10% of women that are in the construction field, but the percentage of women entering compared to the like percentage of men, it's higher for women. More women are coming into it and there's starting to be great change about how to welcome them and understand what it's like to be a woman in the construction industry. And they're starting to have things, you know, like our workwear or like your shoes that message to them, like there's a place for you here, right? Like you are welcome here and we want you to stay. Exactly. (laughs) Part of it is getting women to stay once they've entered into the professions. Yes. And and they are great professions. I mean, there's incredible livelihoods and skills and pride and, you know, in building cities and so forth. It's, it's remarkable, but it is not easy work. And I think because there is sort of more of a historical, it hasn't been a place for women, there's a lot to overcome and, and deal with. And so, yeah, our business is trying to say like, you, you, you are welcome here. And what can we do to, you know, support you in that? And if you're thriving in your work, then a whole bunch of other things, you know, roll out of that, your own potential and your ability to, you know, give back to your family and, you know, give to your, you know, maintain your own health and well-being, and ultimately Mm -hmm. even just be a stronger member in our community and society. So, earlier, Kate, um, and I think it was in our back and forth, maybe in our emails, was you mentioned the phrase change comes from the inside out. Is that what you're talking about now? Can you tell us what you meant by that? Mm, um, Yeah, I think that, you know, we are such a individualistic society. And yes, change does, you know, when you look at big systems, 
it's just much harder to know how to affect change. And I guess that phrase applies, you know, even how at the individual level for us as the owners of, of Dovetail, we, you know, were frustrated by something and didn't, couldn't find what we wanted. And so we made the change, you know, and it started mm-hmm. at the individual level. And then it is remarkable how that can you can start to find other people who are in the same situation and start to build solidarity. And from that you have strength and then you have more chance to, you know, affect change at a bigger scale. And so I think, yeah, in a, in a way that is what we're thinking about. Like if every woman at an individual level, you know, can get up and, you know, it's as simple as put on a pair of pants that was made for her and she goes to work and she feels like she can do a better job in part because She's got the tools and, you know, the attitude and the support to thrive, then all kinds of other positive things start to come from that individual level of empowerment. So, yeah, I think that really is a lot of what drives the philosophy for Dovetail. By the way, I can't tell you how many people I have bonded with over the Maven jeans. I have them. (laughs) And I've, yeah, I've talked to so many people about that, about them and how much they love them too. They're great jeans. Tell me, tell me what you like about them. Why, why the Maven? Well, I, for me, I love the fit. I love how they come up at the waist. They're not too loose. So when you bend over, there's nothing showing. Exactly. <laughs> That's the big thing for me. Mm-hmm. I have a long torso. So mm-hmm. yeah. And they're just, they're really cute. They're just from a fashion perspective. Love them. Thank you. I mean, it's funny cause that, you know, work where I, for women has not typically, I think tried to handle or think about style at all and I think that's also what's different about us not we're not fashion and we're not trying to be fashion at all but women like to look good right like we like to look good in our clothes and it makes a difference in in your self-esteem and your presentation mm-hmm. um, and so I think that we we talk we constantly talk about three things we want to be the best at fit we want to be the best at having function in your workwear apparel. And then we want to make it with such great integrity that it will last and have durability. So it's fit, function, and durability all the time. But the fourth, like somewhat unstated, but always there principle is style. Like mm-hmm. it, why can't you have workwear that also you look good in, or like if you want to have want to or have to wear it out to see, you know, do something social or see a friend, like have it work. And the Maven, I think, especially was that original pant because Kyle and I, when we did our landscaping work, um, you know, and we had kids, and so we would work till about we drop our kids off at eight o'clock and work from eight thirty till about one one thirty, and then build in enough time to go home and change. And then go pick up our kids and, you know, carry on with the rest of the afternoon and whatever social or whatever activities were going on. And, um, you know, I think it wasn't so much that we were dirty and yeah, some days we were like filthy and of course we had to go home and change. But a lot of times we were going home and changing because we were in stuff that we just didn't want to be seen in, you know, like dowdy and ugly and hype, you know, just so functional and nothing else and ill-fitting. So of course we were going to go home and change. And and that was the premise of the Maven from day one. It was like, what if it actually looked good enough that you didn't want to go home and change it? Like you could wear it for the whole day and not imagine that. (laughs) Yeah. Like that (laughs) wouldn't be revolutionary, right? (laughs) 
Exactly. Well, tell us about what else Dovetail is working on right now. Well, we always have a lot of things cooking. Um, you know, I think one big thing when we, we first came out with the, like our core products and we're always, you know, pants are our mainstay and what we want to be the best at. And But we do also take a whole wardrobe approach. Um, and so we have some tops and some outerwear and some accessories. But we did, of course, in the beginning, come out with really rugged fabrics. And we have a lot of canvas um, and everything has stretch in it, but, you know, work where people really need tough fabrics that are going to hold up. But as a result, you know, they're on the heavier side. Like we've worked really hard and we make most of our fabrics, um, they're proprietary fabrics. So we're really conscientious, like, okay, we are going to use canvas, but can we make it, you know, can we give it stretch? Can we make it light? Can we make it break in so it gets really comfortable? But we've been able to kind of get that out in the market and then started to pivot more towards we need to diversify the fabric range. And so we're starting to develop a lot more lightweight um, fabrics as well. Cause of course, you know, for season, no matter where you are, and then many, many women in the South and we have women, women working in steam tunnels and just like extreme heat that still need super strong fabric and workwear, but it needs to be really light and it needs to be wicking. So we've got some exciting things coming out um, along that line um, we have a new pant that just came out this spring that's pretty different because it's more of a, we call it the Krista DIY pant. And it's um, it's kind of like a jogger silhouette. It's also um, pretty fitted, but it doesn't, it has an elastic waistband and drawstring waist, which is just a pretty big game changer versus a traditional pant that's like a zipper and button, you know, because mm -hmm. it's just so much more comfortable. Um, it really moves with you. The fabric, again, because Sarah's just the master with this stuff, um, is like 360 degree movement. It's wicking. Um, it looks really good on. It has pockets. Yeah, it's a really fun, really cool pant. So we're super psyched about that. And it's been doing really well. Um, and then we also have even brought in, you know, some of our like our most loved pant styles, like our, our Brit utility pant, which is like the workhorse in our line, um, starting to bring it in in new colors and lighter weights. So that's exciting. And then we're also developing um, kind of the X series. So we've taken, you know, some of the, the styles that are tried and true, like the Maven and the Brit, but we're doing a, a Maven X and a Brit X. And so adding things kind of that we've learned along the way since we developed those, those patterns originally and like putting in elastic waistbands. So there's more mm -hmm. comfort and more give. The Maven originally did not have a gusseted crotch. And then we quickly got, um, got, you know, input from a lot of our women that the gusseted crotch was really incredible. And it is like, I remember the first time I ever put on a sample and I'd never worn a pant that had a gusseted crotch. And it was just like, I thought we had a lot of movement in our pants before, but like you can just move in a whole different way. Um, and so now the gusset will be in the Maven X and just a couple other things like little, little things, but significant if you're wearing it every day, like a place, a reinforced, um, 
piece on the pocket, like if you have a clip or a knife or a multi-tool where you can clip it in and the fabric won't wear out. So we're always adjusting and improving and kind of working with what we have, but trying to get even better um, in terms of fabrics and options and all the function that's built in. So lots so of- much going on. <laughs> So much, so much going on. And then people have been asking forever for- um, FR for fire resistant mm -hmm. fabrics, which is relevant in so many different industries. And so we are, we are on the cusp of having that coming out too. And it's, it's overdue. And That's exciting. Really excited. Yeah. Very cool. And I see you have maternity. We do have a maternity and that's got a great story. Like, like almost everything that comes down the pike. Um, When we were really young, like still in those early stages, um, we and just getting going and I don't think we'd even done our first production run yet um a woman wrote to us and she was a is a wetland scientist here in Portland and she's out in the field all the time and she wrote and said you know I'm pregnant I'm going to be working of course until probably the day I go to the hospital and I am really struggling because I can't get anything that fits and it's all falling down and I'm in the field and I'm wet and do you guys have anything or would you consider ever making something like that? So Sarah said, you know, I'm pretty sure that the factory where we have made all of our pants is in Southern Mexico. And it's the same factory that um, the Gap built like 20 years ago um, when it was in its heyday. And it's still the same people there and they're amazing. And Sarah was like, I can still, I can kind of see the maternity band stretch fabric that the Gap used to use. I'm just going to call them up and ask them to put a, a piece of it on our Maven and let's just see if it works for her. And so we just did this little, you know, like just took a, took a little leap and tried it and sent it to her and it totally worked. She loved mm -hmm. it. And then, oh, that's a great story. It's so good. And it, it keeps going because, um, of course, once she had the baby, she didn't need them anymore. And like any anyone who's ever worn maternity wear, you never want to see it again because you've <laughs> worn it for like nine months and you're so yes. done, right? So mm -hmm. she's like, I'm, I'm done with it, but, you know, it's still in good shape. Do you guys want it back? And so we took it back and we made a few minor repairs to it. And then we just posted on Instagram and said, is there anybody who needs a maternity workwear pant <laughs> in size? You know, I think it was like size eight and a 32 inseam. And of course there was. And so yeah. it made several rounds. It We called it the traveling, you know, sisterhood pant. Yeah. <laughs> and so we it wound up being like this really great prototype and we got input. And then Sarah was like, I think we can do better than just this band that keeps stretching. And so we've got this really cool technology built into the, the maternity pant that's now on the market derived from what we learned. And what's also been cool is that, you know, a whole bunch of people when we released it, we're like the maternity pant, like there's never been a workwear maternity pant by any U S companies at all. Like yeah, that's incredible. Crazy. Um, and so we released it and we were super excited. And then tons of women were like, I'm, I'm not pregnant and I don't plan to be pregnant anytime, but I would totally wear those <laughs> really comfortable. Like I carry my weight in my middle or, you know, I'm, I'm fluctuating or I'm sitting for long periods because I'm yeah. a driver and those would really help. And so it's been really fun to see. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, people find all kinds of ways that they need things. So it's been it's been a really fun and uh, we're we're proud of it. I love that you're doing maternity. I think it's wonderful to be inclusive like that. Also, it just gives people options and it tells women that just because you're pregnant doesn't mean you shouldn't be 
do living your life and working like you yep. always would. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Where can people find Dovetail and where can they get a hold of some of these amazing jeans? Um, well, we are, you know, our website is kind of our, our home for our brand, of course. So Dovetail Workwear is the place um, where you can find the entire array. And it's, you know, you can sign up for our newsletter there. We really encourage people to do that because we, of course, tell our subscribers um, first when there's um, sales coming and there is a big one coming soon. So if anybody wants to go on our website and sign up as a subscriber, you will be kind of the first to know and get kind of VIP status for sales and promotions. Um, And then... um, Beyond our website, we're in over a hundred different accounts across the United States in retail. So um, whether you're in Alaska or whether you're in Maine, you can find us, which has been really exciting because of course, buying pants online can be quite challenging. We have an amazing customer service team. And so we can totally help you figure out what you need online, but it's it really nice to be able to go try on a pair of pants and, well, always. you know, figure out what style and what color and everything. So, um, so we do in fact have a um, dealer locator on our website. And so if you go to um, there's the homepage dovetailworkwear.com and then it says stores. And if you hit that, you can type in your zip code and see if there's anything nearby. Um, so, and then we also have a great um, distributor, international distributor in Canada, and the Canadian market is really dynamic and, uh, you know, just really great customer, female customer base there. So, um, and they're about to um, turn on their website, the Canada version, and help serve that market. So it's pretty, pretty exciting stuff. And this is something new we haven't done before, but. For our listeners, Juno Jones is teaming up with Dovetail for a special promo code that will work on both of our websites. Mm-hmm. It's Dove and Juno 15. This is just so cute. Dove and Juno 15. So D O V E A N D J U N O 15 for 15% off. I love that we did that together and it works in both places. Isn't that fun? Yeah, I love yeah, it too. Totally. Yep. So okay, it's been great to learn more about you and and hear the dovetail story. Thank you so much for sharing that with our listeners. Um, and we at Juno Jones and the Hazard Girls podcast admire dovetail so much and congratulate you on everything you've accomplished in such a short time, really. <laughs> right back at you. Like we both know it's, it's, it's a lot of work, right? And, um, yeah. but we're totally powered by each other and the mission and serving women, um, what they need to do their work. And, um, it's pretty neat to have kind of like-minded, you know, uh, companies like yours, um, and you and like this podcast is just a really neat way to kind of get the word out and spend a little time getting to know each other better and supporting each other. So thanks for the time. It's, it's a total honor. You have been listening to the Hazard Girls podcast on Jacket Media, sponsored by Juno Jones, the stylish safety boot company. That's junojonesshoes.com. And you can go there to learn about our steel toe boots and to join the Hazard Girls community. I'm your host, Emily Salaby. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.